Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. The Reality Is is brought to you by Roberts Media Group, giving an honest voice to real people. If you know someone with a story to tell us, email us at info at therealityis.com. What a real is this Anthony here. Have you ever been in a situation where you've maybe been talking to a friend and one minute they seem happy, the next minute they're not even happy anymore? I mean, they're not happy because they're married, but they got married for the wrong reasons. I once heard somebody um, explain marriage and they said marriage is like a fly on the outside of a car trying to get into the car. And once it gets into the car, it's trying to get out. Because what happens to a fly once it gets into the car, if you're in that car, you're trying to kill it, you're swiping at it, it gets on your nerves, you're trying to get it out of your life. And I thought that was very interesting. So today we're going to be talking about marrying for money or marrying for love. And we're going to be talking about your friends trying to encourage you how to handle your relationship based off of you talking about your exes. Uh, we have a few of the listeners who chimed in on this conversation with me. Um, I posed a question this past Friday in reference to these topics, and we're going to talk about some of the feedback we got. And I'm going to give you a little bit of my perspective on it. Um, no, I've never been married. But if a wino tells me to stop drinking because I could get liver cancer or it could ruin my life, doesn't mean he's wrong. What does that mean? If I lost you, that means, no, I've never been married, but I'm pretty sure if I do some research, I can still give you some advice on reasons of getting married or not getting married or how I personally feel about it because we all have an opinion. And that's where the reality is comes in. It's my opinion. Whether you agree or disagree, that's fine. If you uh, if you agree with these things, that's perfect. If you don't agree with these things, you can also email me, plug line, at info at therealityis.com. And that's T-H-A, therealityis.com. So, like I always tell you, we got a good show lineup for you guys. I'm going to let you know what I feel about marriage and what I don't feel about marriage. And I'm going to talk to you about how to handle from my situation when your girlfriend or your significant other tells you that her girls are telling her she should leave or how she should handle a situation when they probably don't have a man. But uh, we'll talk about that later. Let's go up. Gina, now I'm mad. You don't get it, do 
This is childish, Gina. That's how you gonna leave leave, right? I'm a man, Gina. I'm a be alright. This is childish. I don't even know why you still here. Step. I said step. <laughs> one of my favorite episodes from Martin, man. Is I think it was like season one, episode one, in reference to what I'm gonna be talking about today. I am trying to get the viewers viewpoint, the listeners viewpoint on dating and marriage and relationships. I'm not going to explain too much. We just going to jump right into the show, man. Hope you guys enjoy. I just have a lot of thoughts about that. Um, Everyone search for whatever they're looking for. Like, for example, uh, in my view, if a person is looking for love, then they're going to get the marriage of love. Even though if, like, the man doesn't have much money. But marriage for money, maybe, like, um, she's missing money. Like, maybe. Um, like, I don't mind if she's marrying for money, but if the man knows that she's not lying on him by love, or like, I don't know, she, of course she'll not tell him, like, I'm marrying you for your money, but uh, maybe she's not having time, like, to give love, or I don't know, it's complicated. <laughs> So that was Sally from Jordan, and I know she sounded a little confused about what she was trying to say. Um, She explained to me when I talked to her um, off the microphone that her English is not as good, and she's working on that, but, you know, she's doing good. I understood her. Hopefully you guys understood her. But what she said she was trying to say is, what if that woman comes from a background where she's poor? Never had anything. Uh, She's looking to, you know make her life more worthwhile. She's looking to make her life more exclusive because she never came, you know, she came from nothing. So she was saying, you know, maybe this woman or she knows somebody who married a guy for money and it didn't work out, but she did it more so because she didn't want to go back to her ruins of a life that she had prior to that. And like anything else, you know, it's, we, we have to make exceptions for the things we want. Sometimes, you know, even when you think about love, a lot of people say, well, what are you getting married for? And when you get married, you're going to have to give up something. You're going to have to compromise. You're going to have to let something go. The way I look at things is I weigh out my needs and my wants. You know, I mean, you know, uh, if we're talking needs, I need a woman who brings something to the table. I need a woman who's supportive. I need a woman who knows how to stroke the ego from time to time. And women need their ego stroke, too. At some point, we have to learn to be submissive um, to who we're dating, men and women. So I understood what Sally was saying in reference to that. She said she also knew someone who married for love and it lasted, you know, and we all know people who married for love and it lasted. I know I have a good friend of mine who married his. Well, he's been with his girlfriend or his wife now for about 15 to 16 years. They met when they were 18 years old in, in high school. And he ended up marrying her, I think, his second or third year of college. And they went through some ups and downs. Uh, and, and But he fought for that marriage. i never forget one time he called me and he said uh, she wanted to leave him. She she couldn't be there anymore. And I don't know if she cheated or not. I can't remember. But I remember him calling me and he was like, hey, man, she's on a conference um, in, in, in Chicago. And I'm going to drive there. 
Man, we're in Dallas, Texas. I don't know if y'all know how far Chicago is, but even with a flight, I think that's about four to five hours, which means times that in a car times two, possibly that he's looking at a 10 to 15 hour drive. Needless to say, he drove all the way to Chicago, fought for our love. He still didn't win. He called me and he said, hey, man, I I can't do this. And at the time that he was doing this, he was pursuing his master's degree. Um, He was not working at the time. She was a sole uh, breadwinner of that household. So he wasn't fighting for money because, for one, he didn't have any. He was fighting because he truly loved this woman. I know that because I know him. Needless to say, it didn't work out at that point in time. Um, She came back. A couple of months went by. He kept calling me, asking for advice because he he really wanted her back. Me personally, I'm not going to lie. I told him, hey, man, I think you're beating yourself up. I think you're too good to be putting yourself through this situation. But as he explained to me how he felt about her, why he wanted to be with her, regardless of what what she did to step out, first thing that he did was he reevaluated himself. He found out that he wasn't that attentive. He wasn't that emotional. And everything that he did, he always wanted it to be on his timetable. So after he told me that, being a friend, you don't just go along and still say, man, you need to leave or don't make a fool of yourself. I said, well, if you know that and you know you did this to her, then maybe take some time to yourself. Take some time to yourself to reevaluate the situation and see how long it'll take for her to come back around. And she ended up coming back around and they've been married now going on 10 years. They have a beautiful baby girl and life is looking up for them. What am I saying? Stick it out. If it's for the real reasons, love can work. If it's for the wrong reasons, it won't work. And only time will tell. Um, I'm going to get back into the listeners. We had some more who chimed in on marrying for money or marrying for love. Take a listen. I hate to say this, but for me, it's about 50-50. I know lots of people who married for security and where love wasn't even a part of the initial deal. I also know people who married a broke person because they genuinely loved them. Surprisingly, the marriages that have lasted are the ones where the person married for love. So, if the day comes that I propose, it will be because I'm in love with her and not because of her pocketbook. I definitely think that there's a possibility for both. If you marry for money, the money can be gone, the, you know, within a, the next day or next month. But the same thing happens with love. Just because you love someone now doesn't mean you're going to love that person or that your level of love is going to always be the same. So, marrying for love or marrying for money... Um, I wouldn't say that those are the only things that you should consider when you're getting married. So I would definitely, for me personally, I would look at both factors, Um, you know, for security as well as love. But my preference would be love over security if I had to pick one. And I think that's probably for most women. But I think women have kind of gotten away from being married just for love in these days, um, as well as just for security, because oftentimes we end up providing for ourselves anyway. I guess I have to say that I'm lucky because most of the people I know have married for love. And I personally once married for love. Um, And if I was to do it again, (sighs) that's a tougher question. But that's probably because I'm angry right now. So I would like to hope that my future self would still marry for love. All right, man, I told Brandon 
I agree with him on the 50-50 marriage for love. I think you have to have a balance. You have to marry for love and because you care about that person and also because of a balance or a plethora uh, of other things. I think it's very important to have balance in anything that you do, whether it's a relationship, uh, whether it's a friendship, balance is everything. Um, I also feel like when you get married, you have to be able to understand the situation that you're going into which means you need to take the time to understand that person. Uh, because like like Aisha said, money can be gone. Love can be gone. Both of them can be gone at any point in time. So what does that mean? I feel like you just got to take a chance at love. Love is taking a chance anyway. And that's hard for me to say because I'm not a person who really takes a lot of chances when it comes to love. I'll take chances. I'd rather put a skydiving kit on my back and jump out of a plane before I decide to say, hey, let me open up my heart and give it to somebody who may break that. I mean, that's very important. That's very, you, you have to be sensitive with, with giving your heart to someone else. You have to be sensitive with giving your vulnerabilities to someone else. So I really appreciate these uh, listeners calling in and leaving us uh, the audio messages in reference to marriage and love. What do you guys think about it? If you want to hit us up at info, um, well, sorry about that. I'm getting put in the cart before the horse. If you want to hit us up, all you have to do is email us at info at therealityis.com. That's info at T-H-A, therealityis.com. If you don't want to leave an audio message, feel free to leave an email. It's fine. We'll read the emails out loud on the next podcast. That's not a problem. We, we also got to talking about relationships and how people talk or your friends talk about your relationship and try to tell you what they would do or how, you know, you're taking too much and you shouldn't be dealing with this and you shouldn't put up with this. Well, the reason I'm saying this is yesterday I went out for breakfast with my significant other. And as we were talking, she came to me and she said, hey, you know, you didn't do a show this week. And I was like, you know what? I need a little break. We'll be out of town next week. I just needed a break. And she was like, you know, it's good. You needed a break. You need to take some time. And then, of course, the conversation kind of got off track and we started to talk about some of her friends, some of her female friends who said um, they they didn't see how she sat back and allowed me. Yeah, allowed me to say these things on, on my podcast, on my radio show in reference to girls that I've that I used to date, girls that I used to sleep with and even my thought process of sex now. Well, the first thing about it is I explain everything to her and let her know what's going to happen before it even happens and let her know what's going on the podcast before it happens on the podcast. Um, excuse the noise. If you hear that in the background, that's my washing machine. I got to do some clothes, got to do some laundry this weekend, but I'm recording from home, not in a, a studio. So any of those little sounds or echoes is because I'm recording from home. Uh, so I told her, I was like, you know, I think it's it's crazy that they say these things about me and they don't know me. You know, they don't know the conversations we have and, you know, they don't know the intentions that I have. They just speak from what they hear, from what they see. They don't know, you know, and I know um, my relationship is not a traditional relationship. It's not boy meets girl, boy asks girl out, boy said girl says yes, boy says OK, and we keep on going. I knew this person uh, before we even started dating and getting into a relationship. Uh, we used to work together, so she knew who I was uh, from the jump. And it's funny because. um she never would have dated me. You know, she told me at the beginning, I never would have talked to you. You knew too many women. Too many women used to come to your office. And, and I was wondering, what were you doing to have this many female friends? How come you just can't be friends with the opposite sex? You know, I never forget. And I'm getting off track, but it's fine. I'll never forget when I first moved here and my first girlfriend, when I moved from uh, from Texarkana to Dallas. I'm sure people know what Dallas is and not Texarkana. But when I first moved here. I remember the hardest part about dating the girl I was dating at the time was she knew I wasn't from here. So I couldn't say this is my home girl 
Because if I just moved to this city, how the hell would I have a homegirl? Every girl that I meet at this point in time is potentially a person that I want to talk to or potentially a person that wants to talk to me. So it was kind of hard to even have uh, relationships with females outside of my girlfriend at the time. What am I saying? I'm saying after the age of 25, you pretty much have your core group of friends, the people that you're going to hang around with, the people that you know, the people that you know from high school, the people that you know from college. After 25, if it's a girl that you haven't known or a guy that you haven't known for six months, you want to know what the intentions is as a, as a significant other. I understand that. I get that. I disagree that you can't have friends after 25. And I've heard the argument that you can't have friends after 25. All these people that you're meeting, they're going to want something from you, intimately-wise or relationship-wise, on some level or in some capacity. I disagree. You know, I disagree to, you know, I, I'll agree and disagree. The reason I agree is because I have, have, I have made friends, even being 33 years old, within the last two years, that are of the opposite sex that don't want anything from me. But it's 50-50. I'll be honest enough to say that. What does that mean? I mean, that means every for every two girls I meet, at least one of them has wanted to sleep with me or be in a relationship with me. I mean, at this age as adults, we're not meeting like kids in a sandbox to where we just want to play with each other's toys because the toys are no longer uh, plastic trucks and, and action figures. It's penises and breasts. I mean, that's just the reality. They want to play with other things. So I think you do have to be careful. But we're going to talk about how to deal with people who give you advice about your relationship who have no that don't even know about your relationship they don't know what you've discussed and what you've talked about so you've heard my perspective on it i think the people on the outside should be quiet and allow that relationship to go what it is to go how it's going because all it takes is a seed planted and insecurities can start so my thought process is why does it matter why does it matter if I talk about an ex-girlfriend or girls that I used to mess with, especially if it's on the radio and podcast? I say all the time, if I can't be honest with the listeners, how in the hell can the listeners be honest with me? Maybe it's different because I'm married. I mean, maybe my opinion isn't valid, but it really doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. I mean, maybe it's just me. I, I mean, he's with me. He loves me. Obviously, it didn't work out between them. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, I don't think it really bothered me. Now, if you were talking about our own experience, uh, you know, our own relationship, things we've gone through, depending on what it was, I don't know how I would feel about that, to be real. I think, really, it has to do with a possible insecurity. Um, I'm married, been married for a while. I don't see it as a problem, um, but my husband does. So he doesn't like for me to talk about exes. He doesn't like to talk about exes. And I don't have a problem with it. And I think it's maybe an insecurity thing. Um, and so that might be the problem that your girl's friends are having is maybe they feel insecure. You're not with any of them right now, obviously, for a reason. So you're just talking about the past experiences that you've had. Rachel, I get it. And the reality is, that's a great question. You know, I'm married as well. And we, my wife and I, we talk about our exes occasionally, but we'd rather talk about each other. Um, really, like, we talk about usually the reasons why it didn't work out, you know, and maybe things we learned, but it's always positive and kind of directed towards 
each other in comparison and contrasting uh you know an ex or something so i think as long as you talking about the ex but in a positive light in reflection of your current situation marriage uh, relationship current you know keeping that in good standing i think it's all good So this concludes this episode of The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct. And I want to thank all the realists, a.k.a. the listeners out there who listen to The Reality Is Podcast, who respond to The Reality Is Podcast, man. Again, this is Anthony Roberts. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook on my personal accounts. Either um, On Facebook, I'm Anthony Roberts. On Twitter, it's Sir Robert Poe. That's S-I-R. R-O-B-E-R-T-P-O-E You can also follow all things The Reality Is That's T-H-A The Reality Is On Instagram, Facebook, Twitter You can follow our website at TheRealityIs.com You can watch us or let's catch us on Periscope You can catch us on Anchor You can catch us everywhere, man Just make sure you put T-H-A Some people was like, why you didn't just do The Reality Is? Because that shit was taken So we had to take it and make it urban With The Reality Is I hope you guys enjoyed the show, man I hope you enjoyed the content if you want to email us or you have any topics, hit us up at info at the reality dot com. And uh, just just mind your damn business, friends. I mean, if that person don't bring it up to you or, you know, start a conversation with you, let them people be. Don't go planting seeds out there and make sure you marry for love first. And if you want to marry for money, that's that's OK. Just make sure it's not the first thing on your list, because if you come in without it and you don't sign no prenuptial. And you don't get a baby out of the deal, then you're going out of it with, with with less than what you have anyway. Unless you're in one of them states where they make you split everything down the middle. But good luck out, th- good luck out there, man. And uh, always remember, inhale courage to excel success. And I'll talk to you guys next week. All of that body that you came with, but where you meant to leave? I know you hear it all the time, but you ain't going here for me. I just wanna focus on them loveless. What's behind them tickle bitties? They say the heart is underneath Underneath the guarded insecurities I finally found the key Underneath the garments that's the devil Open your heart Experts the mind Don't turn up I said, so how do you really feel about me talking like about other girls on the radio. Oh, I don't give a damn. As long as you ain't putting my business in the street, I don't care. And you don't think there's no kind of insecurity that they are even talking to you about it? No, they just, well, for them, they just be like, what they, this what they would do. But overall, you trust it. Yeah, I don't care. It's radio. What the hell else you gonna talk about? Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4.
Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.